Hello and welcome to the Influential Executive. Today we have an interview with Tembi Beka and this is a lady with a special story. She grew up in Zimbabwe and she moved to Canada with only $5 in her pocket. Right now she's changing lives every day. She not only grew a successful real estate business, she decided to really listen to her heart and follow her purpose. Today you only hear me in the interview, not Lenka, because Lenka at this point is still in Indonesia where she just got out of a 21 day silent retreat. More about that later. Now you know that this podcast is sponsored by Earn More Work Less and our mission is to help people be stress free. How to Work Stress-Free is the name of our program that has helped hundreds upon hundreds of people get rid of their stress. And now we're out to go bigger and help more people. More on that later. Now first, enjoy the interview with Tembi Beka. Tembi, welcome in the Influential Executive Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Alexander. I love to be interviewing you right now because you made quite an impression on me. It was only, well, I think one and a half week ago when I saw you on stage with a huge check in your hand. <laughs> Thank you. You won the competition of, and now I need to get the name right, of Launch Club Spokesman of the Year. Is that correct? Yes, Spokesperson of the Year, yes. Uh -huh. Spokesperson of the Year. Can you tell me a little bit about what happened in the year before I saw you on stage with the check? What happened in there for you to get to that point? Awesome. Uh, basically, I have been uh, a member of that community for, for a year, actually. And I just... Before this, I was just, uh, maybe it will be easier for me to kind of just go back to where I, I was. I was teaching people how to invest in real estate um, as a real estate investor. But however, I wasn't really aligning with that mission. Yes, it was um, financially, it was lucrative. And because I was already known in the market, it was easier for me to stay in that. But I felt drawn to my big why. I kept feeling this conflict where I was like, okay but I want to do more. I want to do more. I want to help women in Africa and around the world really. And so I decided that I was just going to make a big pivot from that and start helping women and empowering women uh, all around the world. And that's really kind of what my last year has been. So now I help women from, let's say just the Western world, I call it to discover their why to reconnect with their bigger purpose and to live a better life of you know like saying is this all there is to life and really get to a bigger why and then with that we also empower women in in africa so that they could also be financially independent wow that's that is big so you left behind the real estate business where you were making good money Because there was some internal voice talking to you and saying, ah, Tembi, maybe there's something else. How long have you been hearing that internal voice somewhere deep in the background? 
Well, it's been a long time. It's been 17 years. Uh, this came from my own history because I, well, when I was young, I got married at a very young age and I was stuck in this marriage because of financial, uh, financial, I'll say maybe not having enough finances or fi- financial resources. And so my goal has been to empower women so money is never a reason they're stuck in abusive relationships. And as I'm saying this, uh, it took me actually 17 years to finally say, this is it, I'm doing it. I had been doing it half-heartedly, kind of taking some of my money from real estate and helping empower women. But eventually I said, I can't be doing this half-heartedly. And as I'm speaking right now, I will be flying to Africa in a few days so that I could just pursue my mission. Wow. And uh, you speak of Africa. Is there a specific country that you focus on? Yes. uh, It's really Southern Africa. So South Africa, Zimbabwe, Botswana, those kind of countries. Yeah. Okay. And and why do you focus on those countries? Do you have... Well, I'm originally from Zimbabwe. I came from Zimbabwe 17 years ago uh, to Canada. I live in Canada now, but... uh, it's easier for me to start at home. I will eventually spread my wings. I mean, across the world, but right now it's easier to start at home because, you know, they say charity begins at home and just empower. And I saw a lot of abuse in women growing up. And so I want to stop that. And this is uh, quite a sensitive topic, quite taboo as well. I can imagine, you know, abusive relationships. It's stuff that people like to keep indoors typically. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where people are just pretend everything is okay. And it's it's not just in Africa. I think it's everywhere where people stay in these marriages where they feel like I just have to, for the sake of what are people going to say? It's really sad. Yeah, it's on the short term, it is easier to stay in. Whereas on the long term, you're almost throwing a lifetime away. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. So, so I'm definitely going to be breaking ground in something which is almost like, we don't want to talk about this. We're very happy in our marriages. Uh, Yet you really know the truth that no, you're being abused. Uh, No, your life is not fair right now because you know, you're being beaten every day and you need the reason you are staying in this is because you don't have financial resources and we need to stop that. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm very excited. I'm very excited to hear about like, what, what does your program look like? You're going to fly to Africa and there's women there in relationships that can use help. And what are you going to do exactly? Oh, thank you for asking. Well, so what our, how our program looks like is right now, I take women from, because I believe empowerment is both ways. So it's not just empowering women in Africa, but it's also empowering women in Europe and North America and Australia or wherever. So let's just say the West versus the East kind of thing. And so um, right now I am taking women from, most of my audience is coming from the North, from North America, from the US and Canada to Africa, because I believe those women do need empowerment. And what I mean by that is uh, as women here, we, there's so many things which we take for granted and there are so many things which we have been accustomed to. And we have this, there's so many people who have uh, like, they feel like their life is okay, but they're not happy. 
they're looking for that bigger purpose. They're like, is this all this? Maybe they have a great job, a great career, and they're feeling like this is it. This is all there is to life. Or maybe they have a business, a basic business, but they still feel like this is it. And so I take them through, um, we call it rediscover your lioness within. So I take them through this pride journey where they come with me uh, and it involves a safari as well for 11 days. They come with me and we basically go through what they're going through right now. We basically reinvigorate that spirit in them. You know, that vibe in them, that zeal to leave, that feeling of deflation which they have right now by the time they're finished in this 11 day trip is gone because not only do we just do the safari, the lovely pampering ourselves things, we sit around the fireplace with African women. We see what makes them thrive despite their circumstances because African women, as much as they have it hard, they probably have it hard, but they are so happy. They're the happiest people in the world and they're the most resilient people in the world. And we learn from them. During that 10-day period, we are learning from these women. What can we do? And we're learning from animals. We're surrounded by lions and elephants, learning how they are resilient in that lifestyle and what we can take from that and bring back to North America or to Europe and start using in our daily lives. Because I believe we need, Africa is the core of the human being and we need Africa to really go back to our roots and live happily. Wow, Africa is the core of a human being. That's what I believe, yes. And that's where the, the lioness symbolism comes from as well. Yes. Amazing. And what, what are some of the insights that the people get that you take on this journey? Like what, what changes inside of them? You know, there's so many changes. I'll make an example of um, this lady who I... Was going, she was going through a divorce. Very successful um, entrepreneur going through a divorce. And so she felt like this was the end of the world for her. And so we, we went on this trip. And um, when she came back, not only did she, she did go through the divorce, but she went through it gracefully and easefully. She says, in her words, she realized that no matter how hard she had, she really had it easy because she saw the African sisters, which we call it, it's like a sister's revolution, really. She saw the African sisters thriving beyond circumstances, which were way more than, more than divorce. Right. And she learned the power and the strength in oxytocin levels. As women, one of the things which really... um gives us boost, which really gives us our adrenaline is surrounding ourselves with other women, you know? And so that, that increases your oxytocin level. So when you are in that environment, surrounding yourself with other women and learning from these women who you feel like they've got nothing to give and nothing to share, it just changes you. And this woman came back and her life changed. Basically, she was so happy and going through a divorce, which is really something not unheard of. And she went through it gracefully and easily. That is one of the circumstances. And some, someone came back and her business just started thriving because we, she was feeling uh, entitled. 
when she was in North America. And taking that trip made her realize what she could do, her potential, what she was capable of. And we go through exercises, there's hot sitting of your business. We go through your business. We go through your career. We hot sit these women, a group of women who hot sit and say, what can you do to make your career more exciting? Or what can you do to change your career? What can you do to make it easy? And what I've noticed with most of the people who go there, they come back being the greatest risk takers uh, and so able to do anything. Because one of the things as humans we are capable of is we're so good at underestimating our potential and (laughs) overestimating our problems. And that's what we do. We teach you how to overestimate your potential and underestimate your problems. <laughs> I like that. That's a good quote. Yeah. That's really good. And it reminds me of uh, something that one of the speakers said at the events uh, where we met. He said that um, risks are just a limiting belief that all there are are opportunities. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. We touched upon a topic that I find really interesting to zoom in on a little bit because it is so sensitive and so little talked about. Relationships. How does somebody know whether a relationship is just going through some rough times that can be fixed versus I need to get out of here? Uh, I think... I really think that is why it's important. Uh, One of the things I say to people to have a breakthrough is to take yourself out of the situation because it is so easy for us to think we have the worst situation ever. And I mean, um, this is assuming there is no physical abuse or mental abuse happening. So, or financial abuse, whatever type of abuse is happening. This is assuming it's an okay relationship. We are just feeling deflated. You just feeling unhappy i think it's important to take yourself out of that position take a trip and i always recommend taking a trip to a third world country the reason being i feel like when you take a trip to a third world country it changes your perspective because when we take trips to if i go to europe it's the same regular life there's really not much of a difference in terms of lifestyle from europe to america so i it's not like Wow, I took a trip and now I know I'm going to leave this marriage. Take a trip to somewhere where you've never been, which is really disadvantaged. And uh, not just a a trip, but a trip which is going to um, make you involved in the culture. Get into the culture, live with the people there. And I think usually when you do that, and I've seen this with myself and even with my daughter when we went to Zimbabwe, we, had, uh, we thought we didn't have a great relationship, but every time we take a trip to there, we realize, oh my God, we have the best relationship ever. Because when you do that, you, you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about the other person. And when you learn a lot about the other person, you stop taking, because when we're in a relationship, it's easy for us to be blaming the other person. Yeah. And I remember this quote uh, from... I believe it was James Wedmore when he says, when a, tree, when a plant is not thriving, you don't blame the plant. You, you don't blame, you, the reason is because it's the circumstances surrounding the plant. It's either the soil is not good or it's not being watered. 
So sometimes it's so good to always do that, to say, is this because the soil is not good or it's because it's not being watered or it's because just the plant is just uh, one of those which doesn't uh, grow? And, and another example is a bonsai. It just doesn't grow because it's planted in a small pot. So sometimes we just have to take ourselves out of that small pot and go plant ourselves in a bigger plot, expansive plot, and just think, okay, now that I'm in this bigger plot, let me think. And that's why I love going to Africa because it's got so much land. You're just surrounded by animals and you just have nothing to worry about. And you have your brains and your imagination goes wild and you think, is it really me? Or is it the other person? Or is it the environment we're planted in? Is it the soil? Or is it the water? Wow. I love that. So basically what you're saying is that before you can decide whether to stay in a relationship or to move on, you need to just completely zoom out, detach yourself and, and create contrast so you understand better who you are and who the other people are. I, I think it's important to understand yourself. Yeah, I think it's really important to understand yourself uh, in any situation anyways, whether it's business or relationship-wise. Yes, take yourself out of the Zoom. And, and because when you take yourself out of the environment, you're like um, uh, a drone. So you are looking at the situation as a drone. And so your judgment is going to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, you're no longer uh, so involved. It is uh, as if you can look more objectively at what's going on. Yes. And yes. What you just described, it, um, it is completely in line with what my wife is experiencing right now. So Lenka, you can see her behind me on the, on the poster. Yeah. Normally we do these interviews together. But right now, she isn't here. She is in Indonesia, traveling all by herself. And she just got out of a 21-day silent retreat. Yeah. One day, she got out of meditation in the morning, and she said, I want to spend time with myself in silence in a beautiful place. And she went yeah. to, to Bali, to this wonderful place, and I spoke to her this morning. It's, it's like she's a different person. Like she radiates energy, and she's so much at peace with who she is. She met complete strangers, which normally she would find yeah, new and scary. And now it was as if everybody's her friend. So I can completely picture what you just described happening. If you, if you go to something completely else and a very big sense of gratitude came over her yeah exactly and indonesia is a good place too because first of all as you are saying silent retreat for 21 days you've got nobody to talk to you're <laughs> no. just thinking and thinking and thinking till you can't think no more <laughs> indeed indeed and then when it quiets down that's when things become clear yeah. So we could say that uh, you're a pretty big influencer. Now, most people, when they hear the word influencer, they think of uh, somebody who wears a lot of fashion and has a million Instagram followers. What is your definition of an influencer? 
It's really sad that we've come to um, describe influencer as somebody who is Kim Kardashian. <laughs> no <laughs> offense to Kim Kardashian, but um, I think influencing people because of how they look like, because they've got big lips and uh, big behinds is really sad. Um, because this world, there's so many problems in this world and there's so many uh, inequality in this world, which we could be changing. And I think an influencer should be somebody who is working towards changing that. Whether it is uh, hunger, whether it is poverty. In my opinion, people like um, Oprah who are educating kids in Africa, people like Stu McLaren, uh, who is building schools in Kenya, people like, you know, Jeff Walker, who's empowering people so they could be entrepreneurs. To me, those are the influencers. Uh, and I believe, and you don't have to be an entrepreneur. Martha Teresa was an influencer. You know, she, all those people who are changing the world to make it a better place. Just because your name is known out there and the world is out there, no offense to Donald Trump, but he hasn't influenced me a bit because there's nothing positive he is doing to change the world other than build his own world. So for me, it's somebody who is really passionate about changing the world and making it a better place, like the Gandhis of this world, like Prince William, whether, uh, you know, whether he would be a prince or not, the charity work he does, to me, that is influence enough. You know, so you have to be the type of person who is changing the world for to be a better place. You could be changing one person, one life at a time. You don't have to be changing hundred people, just one life at a time. Whose life are you impacting? My goal is to significantly impact many people's lives every day. So whose life are you impacting today? And that describes an influencer to me. I love that. What? The moment that you made the click that you want to impact several lives per day, did it come together with the click of, hey, I want to stop real estate and help women? What, did it happen at the same time or was there no, a different moment? No, actually, yeah, yeah, no, actually, I started impacting. I, my, my mantra for impacting many people's lives every day started with real estate. So I went into real estate so I could make more money so I could donate that money to other people who needed it. So I was already, it's not like I wasn't doing any charity work. I was already contributing to it. I just needed, um, it, it just was not women. It was just anybody and everybody at that time. Exactly. Exactly. And this is the ne next chapter. This is the next so, chapter. Yes. On a bigger mission. My goal is to empower 1 million women by 2025. A million women by 2025. Yes. I love that. And it all began in Zimbabwe, right? I'm sorry. Your, uh, your, your story began in Zimbabwe. Am I right? Yes. Yes. It's began in Zimbabwe. Um, I came, I left Zimbabwe, as I said, uh, you know, because of situation, financial situation, marital situation. And I came as a refugee to Canada 17 years ago with $5 in my pocket. Wow. So you started with zero. You started from scratch. And yes. You built everything from the ground up. Yep. My first job was at a car wash. I cleaned cars all day. 
Wow. Yeah, and um, for everybody else with a dream, thinking about, can I make it happen? Well, I don't think there are any excuses left. If you can do it no. in your situation, then anyone can make these things happen. So, but what did you have inside of you that got you to this point? You only you had $5 in your pocket. You had resourcefulness inside of you. What was that? I think I had the desire. I had the desire to change the world. And I, had, I made a decision that I was going to do it because I think everything starts with a decision. When you make a decision that this is what I am going to do, it just comes together. You just have to decide what are you going to do today. And I didn't have any resources. I, as I said, I started at a car wash and then I went on to different jobs, nursing homes. Eventually I found myself working as a registered nurse. Uh, I trained as a registered nurse. But really, it all started with the desire to change the world for a better place. So I think what kills most people is the desire for money. I didn't start with a desire for money. I, I started with a desire to change the world for a better place. When you start with a desire for money, unfortunately, you end up going in the right direction because you're going to keep chasing money and chasing and chasing and chasing. When you follow your passion and you follow um, what you really want to do in the world, money will come to you. Yeah, it's about creating value. Yeah. Which role does spirituality play in your life? I am a very spiritual person. I actually, uh, I am, I'm a Christian by religion. Uh, and I, I believe I won't be where I am without God. For me, it's God. And it could be somebody else for some, for, for other people. It could be Buddha. It could be the universe, whatever it is. But for me, it is God. And I believe that everything I have done up to this stage, it's because he has been looking out for me. So when I put it out there and say, God, this is what I want for myself, he just brings it back to me uh, in a different or whatever way. And I'll just make an example. Um, every morning, I write what I want for myself. Every morning. And, and I just say, thank you, God, for giving it to me. So I have like this gratitude journal where I'm basically thanking God for giving it to me already because I believe that he gives it to me. And I can tell you that before I started doing that, things were not happening to me. Things were not happening the way I wanted them to happen. And when I started having this gratitude journal, I see things which I'm grateful for before they happen happening. And so I strongly believe that God has it plays a very strong role in my life. Wow, that, that is very powerful. And can you, can you give me some examples of things that you wrote down, maybe this morning or yesterday morning? Okay, so uh, this is a very interesting example. Uh, after LaunchCon, after we met, I started writing, one of the things I started writing is I'm going to be on Oprah by the end of the year. And I, I didn't know how and how that was going to play. But one of my goals this year is to be on many stages as I can. And so I started writing that I'm going to be on Oprah. And two days ago, one of the girls I coach, she's in my coaching program. She calls me. 
<laughs> oh, hey, Babette. kitty. There's yeah. Babette coming to say hello. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah. She calls me and she says, um, I am going to be introducing Oprah on stage next week. Do you want to come with me? And so to me, this is like, okay, this is, I don't know if I believe it's going to lead to me being on Oprah, but the fact that I am going to be going to be with this girl who's going to be introducing Oprah on stage and talking alongside with Oprah in a few days is just, and I, I do have the opportunity to meet Oprah at this event. So it's just an avenue showing me this is it. This is where you are going. So, so that's what I believe. And another thing which I did uh, a year ago when I joined Launch Club is I wrote every morning that I was going to be the Launch Club spokesperson of the year. And it happened. Yeah. That's amazing. And of course, the mind drifts off and wants to find all kinds of explanations. The question is, when it works, does it really matter how it works? I don't care. And I believe that it's God listening to me. And some people might have a different belief. But for me, I believe that it's God listening to me and seeing my quest every morning to him it's brilliant and it's something very simple just in the morning you sit down you write down things that you are grateful for because you are going to receive them yeah how many minutes does it take five minutes five minutes yeah this is something that everybody can do anyone can do it anyone can do it and what, what happens in your mind when you do that? Because I can imagine that when you start doing this, it takes a bit of mental effort to really think about what you really want. It doesn't. Because when I started doing it, I started basically with what I wanted from the year. And I would just uh, write a gratitude journal uh, it's somewhere there. I'll just write a gratitude journal and say, this is what's going to happen for me by the end of the year. And it's kind of started with, uh, with just being grateful. And, and, and when I started, as you're saying, it was, I'm just grateful that I'm alive and I have food on my table and I, 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 I'm not sick or anything like that. It started like that. And as it went on, you start having more things to be grateful about. And then you start to say, I'm so grateful because you're, for me, God, you're preparing a, a path for me. You're just opening the ways for me. I'm so grateful that, you know, you shine your light on me. I'm so grateful that I'm going to be on Oprah by 2020, by, by 2019, December. I'm so grateful that this is going to happen. And, you know, and so I just write that and write and write and write and write. And as I said, it takes about five minutes maximum. Yeah, super simple. Yeah. And the, the crazy thing is, you know, I studied business. So then you learn a lot of things about how to build your business, how to make decisions, all kinds of models and the four P's and the five S's and the quadrants. And, and you're building a business and your main strategy is to write down what you want and believe that. Yes, yeah. I think we overcomplicate things as humans. Uh, honestly, we do. I think uh, yesterday I was telling my mastermind group, I have um, women who I coach, and I said, 
you don't need more formulas. We don't need any more formulas. You just need a mindset, a bigger mindset. If you are dreaming big, dream bigger. You just have to dream big and position your mindset because there's so many formulas out there. And I remember my mentor uh, saying one time, if formulas worked, nobody would be fat. If books worked, nobody would be fat because there's so many books out there to lose weight. So many formulas to lose weight, but it takes the mindset. And so what mindset and how do you prep yourself for mindset for success is by prepping your day. It starts by that just single morning of writing down what you want. Exactly. And that's how you prepare your mindset. I can imagine that when you start your day like that, you feel gratitude and you get excited about everything that's going to happen. So whatever comes at you, you just have a big smile because you're like, okay, surprise me. <laughs> Show exactly. me what is and It's like a brain dump. It's like you are dumping, you're basically emptying your brain with all the things which are full in your brain just by writing that every morning. It's a brain dump for me. Awesome. Awesome. And do you have uh, more like these habits, daily things that you do to help yourself? Uh, I'm not as, as disciplined as I should be, but when I wake up every morning, I, uh, I, tr- I stretch. I do some stretches, morning stretches, and um, I t- usually take a shower, and then I do. I get onto my gratitude journal. I do my gratitude journal, and I do my uh, statements. I have three statements I do every day, basically. Of I am going to be on Oprah. I am making this much revenue this year, and I am. Uh, empowering this many women by the end of the year. So those are the statements I write. So I write those and um, we have meetings with my team twice a week. And when we start our meetings, we just recently started this. Every meeting starts with our goals of the year. So we just review, we are empowering blah, 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 women every year. We are making this much revenue this year and we are doing this, this and that. That's how we start. And then we go on to the meeting, deep into the meeting. Um, and so basically, we, that, this is really what my morning habit is like. And then I, start, I get onto my computer. Exactly. Exactly. That's when the real work starts. Yeah. So this preparation period that gets you ready for the actual work. Rather exactly. Than just I used to medi- yeah. I used to do meditation, but I just didn't feel... Um, aligned i still haven't found meditation which aligns with my with what i want to do i i do night meditation when i go to bed but in the morning i haven't found the right fit yet exactly exactly i i have a a bit of crazy question for you it's uh it's very creative and it says a lot about your personality and what you're thinking of it's fantasy land Suppose you have all the resources, everything is possible, and you are going to build the Tembi Hotel. That is a, a Tembi per- Hotel. The Tembi Hotel. Okay. And it's uh-huh. a perfect reflection of who you are as a person. Uh-huh. Tell me a little bit about where would the hotel be? What would it be like to be there? What would it look like? What would people find there? Oh my God. I love this. 
Tembi Hotel, it will probably be somewhere in Africa where it's lush. There is mountains surrounded by mountains. It will be in the valley, surrounded by mountains, uh, and it's all green. And to get there, you drive to a certain point, and after that point, maybe you hop on an elephant and you walk with the elephant uh, and ride on the elephant. Well, I guess it's animal abuse, but but I don't want it to have traffic because I don't want it to have any pollution whatsoever. And so maybe an elephant or something, ride on something, and then uh, get to the hotel. And basically these lions and, and, and giraffes walking by, and they're just minding their business and you get into your hotel and it's not really, doesn't have a lot of tech, tech stuff. It's just a simple hotel with just a bed and something to eat and just a simple place, not complicated and books to read. And you just sit there and, and relax and enjoy interacting with elephants and lions. Yeah. Awesome. That's my hotel. Awesome. I love that. And so it would be a small hotel. Like how many people would be there? Well, it probably would be big because I'm an extrovert. So I like talking ah. to different people and it would have a, it would have a, a lake so people can go swimming Oh, nice! And, and do their stuff. Yeah. Because that, and you can just sit outside outside your room and you can just see mountains around you and you can just look and see elephants around you and all that stuff and yeah it's probably would be maybe having about 200 to 300 people at a time so it will be a big busy hotel awesome and what colors would we find in the hotel well when you were saying that i'm just thinking green brownish uh i know they sound dull but they are going with the nature because this is in the bushes so yeah, you'll see a lot of green and a lot of brown colors, zebra kind of like colors. Brilliant. I love that. I love this question because it says so much about you as a person and where your thoughts go. I actually love it. I've never been asked that before and it's so it's just making me happy. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Thinking about it. Yeah, I, I love to shake things up a little bit, you know, take people out of the normal pattern. And this question, we learned it from Jeff Lazarus, and he's an expert in personal branding. He uses this uh -huh. question to help people so discover more uh, of their creative side and describe also who they are and what they care about. Love that. Yeah. Super cool. Um, you got the check on stage and you got what you wanted spokesperson of the year that was one and a half week ago and it was a pretty good check twenty thousand dollars if i remember correctly and it took you about five seconds to decide what you would do with it uh no it didn't take me five seconds <laughs> <laughs> oh, you oh it took a bit longer I had the idea that you instantly knew where it was going. Um, I already knew. I already knew what it was going to do. And I, um, as I said, I've been preparing myself for a year for this. So I knew that it was going to definitely going to be the project for Zimbabwe. 
And so, um, yeah, I already knew. Mm-hmm. Just for women in Africa. That's awesome. Now, before we close our conversation, um, many people are going to hear this. And I'm sure that many people will think, wow, Tembe, what an inspirational woman. And I love what she does. Now, which askings do you want to put out there? What are the things that you're looking for in the next months or 2019 that are going to help you move forward so you can help and influence even more people? You know, I would, um, I would really love it if your audience can, um, can just consider um, taking a trip to Africa. Uh, because I do believe that, um, especially if you come with our group, because we don't just take a trip. We also empower women. And that is a give back. I'm asking, and I don't usually ask, but if you have the zeal to help women in Africa, consider taking this trip with us because a big percentage, a huge percentage of our proceeds go to these women empowerment programs. And not only that, you also get the chance to empower a sister. It's like a sister's movement, really. You empower a sister, uh, get, get, um, uh, get empowered. That's really what I could ask for if I were to ask anybody to say, consider, change your positioning on how, how you look at things. Stop being selfish. If you have the ability to make more money and change the world, and you're not doing so, you're selfish. Stop being selfish and start making more money and change the world. That's amazing. And all of that happens while you're on vacation in a beautiful place with amazing people. Yes. Sounds great. I almost wish I were a woman. (laughs) (laughs) We will have a couple's one one day. For now, we're just doing women. Ah, brilliant, brilliant. Where do people go to stay in touch with you and to find more information? Uh, Safari.tembipega.com will take, will add them to our, to our um, database. And they can also get, not only will you, will you actually get more information, but you, we have a free gift, three ways you can break through right now. And you can get that by just going to safari.tembipega.com. Brilliant. Okay. Um, now, I wanted to ask you if you can spell Tembibega. Yes. So everybody it's gets it right. Exactly. Safari, everybody knows how to spell that. S-A-F-A-R-I dot T-H-E-M-B-I-B-H-E-K-A dot com. Brilliant. We'll also make sure that, uh, that we put this in the show notes and everybody can find it. That it's a simple link that all you need to do is just click on and check out what information is on there. Are you also on social media? Yes, I, you can find me just with my first name, Tembi, T-H-E-M-B-I, B-H-E-K-A. Uh, if you Google that, you'll find me. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I am not so big on Instagram because I, I don't know how to use it really. But, <laughs> but you, you'll find me. I, I do post things there. And also, as I said on Facebook, um, we do have a Facebook group, She Breaks Through. Uh, the through is T-H-R-I-U, She Breaks Through. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, she Breaks Through. 
uh, so you can just join our Facebook group so we can help you break through. Awesome. Sounds great. Thank you so much for this interview. I love your story and you are truly an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you, Alexander, for having me on. What a wonderful woman. She was even a little bit ill today, but she showed up anyway. And here she was with a big smile telling her story. And, you know, if she can do this, then anyone can. There are really no excuses. All you need is this internal burning desire, the passion, the drive to help other people and just get started. It's been an inspiration to speak with her and I am very excited that we recorded this interview today. Now moving forward to stay in touch with Tembi, you heard her safari.tembibega.com. I will show it in the show notes as well as well as the links to her social media. This episode was sponsored by Earn More Work Less. How to work stress-free. That's what we show you, your spouse and your colleagues what to do. To learn more about it, go to earnmoreworkless.com. We are here for you. Now, let's all go out, be inspired, help people, and most of all, have fun.